You're listening to the following program on TFN Audio from the Fantasy Network, where independent creators and fans of fantasy, sci-fi, horror, and gaming meet to create, stream, and support the shows that they love. Creator-distributed, fan-supported, that's TFN. Find this and many more great programs at watch.thefantasy.network slash audio. 19 Nocturne Boulevard, your address for suspenseful stories of the speculative, strange, and supernatural. Tonight's story is To Be or Not To Be, adapted by Julie Hoverson from the story by Kurt Vonnegut, with sound and mastering by Jason Zippe. Did you have any trouble finding it? What do you mean, what kind of a place is it? Why, it's a hospital waiting room in a far future. Can't you tell? Imagine I'm standing right in the garden. What makes you think you're not in it? It's an allegory. The happy garden of life, you know. That's good for Dr. Hitz. That's him in the center, isn't it? Hardly does him justice. Lots of faces still to fill in. (sighs) Plenty of important people to fill them. Must be nice to be able to make pictures that look like something. You think I'm proud of this daub? You think this is my idea of what life really looks like? What is your idea of what life looks like? That. Right there. (laughs) A drop cloth? But it's a mess. A good picture of life. Frame that. It's a damn sight more honest than this thing. You're a gloomy old duck, aren't you? Is that a crime? If you don't like it here, Grandma, you got the answer right at your fingertips. Funny guy. When I decide it's time to go, it won't be at the sheep dip. A do-it-yourselfer, eh? (laughs) Messy business, Grandma. Why don't you have a little consideration for the people who have to clean up after you? The world could do with a good deal more mess. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye! It's not such a bad painting. 
Propaganda. Complete bullshit. Allegory. You said it yourself. It's a living. Takes a lot of purple. All those uniforms. The color of grapes on Judgment Day. What? Nothing. Please, just talk to me. Anything. Take my mind off this. I doubt anything will take your mind off right now. It's a very organized garden. Very neat. Like a beehive. Everyone doing their own little job. Doctors in white. And nurses. Planting the trees. Fertilizing. They're quite full of fertilizer. And everyone over here in purple. <laughs> Weeding. Raking leaves. Burning refuse. Clearing out the chaff. Making room. And all doomed to eternal cheerfulness. Once I fill in the faces. More purple. And they only seem to hire women with mustaches. Did you ever notice? Chicken and the egg. Which came first, the mustache or the jaw? Is this where I'm supposed to come? A lot would depend on your business. You aren't about to have a baby, are you? They told me I was supposed to pose for a picture. My name's Leora Duncan. And you dunk people. What? Skip it. That sure is a beautiful picture. Looks just like heaven or something. Or something. Duncan, Duncan, Duncan. Ah, yes. Here you are. You are entitled to be immortalized. See any faceless body here you'd like me to stick your head on? We've got a few choice ones left. Gee, they're all the same to me. I, I don't know anything about art. A body's a body, eh? All righty. As a master of fine art, I recommend uh, this body here. Taking stocks to the trash burner? Well, that's more the disposal people, isn't it? I mean, I'm in service. I don't do any disposing. You say you don't know anything about art, and then you prove in the next breath that you know more about it than I do. Of course, the sheave carrier is wrong for a hostess. A uh, snipper, a pruner, that's more your line, eh? How about this one, pruning the old apple tree? You like her at all? Oh, gosh, that that puts me right next to Dr. Hitz. Is that bad? <gasps> Good gravy, no, it's, it's just such an honor. Ah, you admire him, eh? Who doesn't admire him? Who doesn't admire him? So handsome. He was responsible for setting up the very first gas chamber in Chicago. Nothing would please me more than to put you next to him for all time. So on off a limb, that strikes you as appropriate. That is kind of like what I do. You just make people comfortable while you kill them. Yes? This is 19 Nocturne Boulevard. Won't you step inside? What do you mean, what kind of a place is it? It's anything you want it to be. 
And it's streaming on the Fantasy Network in TFN Audio. The Fantasy Network. Creator distributed. Fan supported. more than to put you next to him for all time. Sawing off a limb, that strikes you as appropriate. That is kind of like what I do. You just make people comfortable while you kill them. Are you being painted too? Oh, no. I'm nobody. Just a father-to-be. Oh, how thrilling. That's one word for it. Well, Miss Duncan, Miss Duncan, what are you doing here? <laughs> this isn't where the people leave. This is where they come in. Oh, we're, we're going to be in the same picture together. Wonderful. And say, isn't that some picture? I sure am honored to be in it with you. Let me tell you, I am honored to be in it with you. Without women like you, this wonderful world we've got wouldn't be possible. <gasps> Great. Guess what was just born? Oh? Triplets. Triplets? Oh. Do the parents have three volunteers? My notes say they had one and were trying to scrape up another two. Nobody made three appointments with us. Nothing but singles going through today, unless somebody called in after I left. What's the name? A uh, Mr. Wheeling? That's Wailing. It is? That's me. I'm Wailing, damn it. I'm right here. Oh, Mr. Wailing, I didn't see you. The Invisible Man. Your triplets have been born. They're all fine, and so is the mother. I'm on my way in to see them now. Hooray. Now that's not the tone of a new father. You should be happy. What man in my shoes wouldn't be happy? <laughs> All I have to do is pick out which one of my newborn triplets is going to live, then deliver my grandfather to the happy hooligan and come back here with a receipt. Now, Mr. Whaling, don't you believe in population control? I think it's perfectly keen. I suppose you'd like to go back to the good old days when the population of the Earth was 20 billion and mounting. Do you know what a druplet is, Mr. Whaling? Nope. A druplet, Mr. Whaling, is one of the little knobs, one of the little pulpy grains of a blackberry. Without population control, human beings would now be packed on the surface of this old planet like druplets on a blackberry. Think of it. So we all live for hundreds of years, and that's not selfish at all. In the year 2000, before scientists stepped in and laid down the law, there wasn't even enough drinking water to go around and nothing to eat but seaweed. And still, people insisted on their right to reproduce like jackrabbits. And their right, if possible, to live forever. I want my kids. I want all three of them. Of course you do. It's only human. I don't want my grandfather to die either. Nobody's really happy about taking a close relative to the cat box. Oh, I wish people wouldn't call it that. What? All those names. The cat box. Automat. Birdland. The cannery. Lucky Pierre. The de-louser. Yes, yes. It's demeaning. 
gives people the wrong impression. You're absolutely right. Forgive me, Miss Duncan. I should have called it by the proper name, Ethical Suicide Studios. That sounds so much better. This child of yours, whichever one you decide to keep, Mr. Whaling, he or she is going to live on a happy, roomy, clean, rich planet, thanks to population control, in a garden like that mural there. <sighs> Two centuries ago, when I was a young man, it was a hell that nobody thought could last another 20 years. Now, centuries of peace and plenty stretch before us as far as the imagination cares to travel. Oh! There's room for one. A great big one. You can't! It's only death, dear lady. There. Room for two. Whoa! I got nothing against you. Besides, you... You need to finish your painting. And that's three. You did it. Screw the garden. How soon could I get an appointment? Now that you know how to find us, don't be a stranger. We have enough of those already. Tonight's episode, To Be Are Not To Be, was adapted by Julie Hoverson from the short story of the same name by Kurt Vonnegut, originally published in Worlds of If Science Fiction in January 1962 and currently in the public domain. Sound and mastering for this episode were done by Jason Zippe. In tonight's episode, the opening announcement was Jason Zippe, the painter was Julie Hoverson, Edward Whaling, the father, was Renaud LeBoff, the orderly was J. Christopher Dunn. Dr. Hitz was J. Spider Isaacson. Leora Duncan was Angela Kirby. And the hostess was Tanya Malayevich of Lightning Bolt Theater of the Mind. Music in tonight's episode came from The Footage Firm at www.footagefirm.com, from Zero Project, available via Gemendo, and from Kiro Dean also available on Gemendo. All sound effects are from soundsnap.com. The cover art was by Brett Coolstock. We'd like to express our thanks to Project Gutenberg and LibriVox.org for curating stories like this that have passed into the public domain. The opening theme was by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. The opening credits featured Cole Hornaday, Renaud LaBeouf, and Julie Hoverson. 
All persons, places, and events in this story were fictitious or used in a fictitious manner and are not meant to reflect any persons, places, or things, living, dead, or undead. Questions? Comments? We would love to hear from you. Contact us at 19nocturnatlive.com, that's 19nocturne, or check out our website at www.19nocturneboulevard.com. This presentation is copyright 2011 to Julie Hoverson and Reality Productions and is released under a Creative Commons non-commercial license. Spread the show around, but don't try to make money off it. Dead girl! Dead girl walking! <laughs>